Did I request thee, maker, from my clay to mold me, man? Did I solicit thee from darkness to promote me? These are the words of Adam in the Garden of Eden in John Milton's classic 1667 work, Paradise Lost. Mary Shelley, in her classic 1818 book, Frankenstein, in the introduction on the front cover, actually quotes those very same words. The title is Frankenstein, the modern Prometheus. Prometheus, as you know, is from Greek mythology. He's a titan who defies the gods and makes man from clay. Frankenstein was about Dr. Victor Frankenstein, who creates a man monster people mistakenly call Frankenstein. Welcome to One Nation. I'm your host, Jake Jacobs. I can remember when I was a kid, there was this phenomenal show called Twilight Zone. It starred a World War II veteran by the name of Rod Serling. He absolutely was a brilliant writer, brilliant producer, brilliant director, and made the Twilight Zone from the late 50s into the early 60s. And as a kid, I was glued to the set. When the reruns were running, I was watching them all the way up into high school. Even now, I'll watch them on occasion. And one of the shows he had dealt with the monstrosity of Big Brother, Big Government, the state, and monstrous men who defied God and destroyed life and liberty. One such show was on June 2nd, 1961, and the title was Obsolete Man. Producer Mike, can we watch a little bit of that, please? You walk into this room at your own risk, because it leads to the future. Not a future that will be, but one that might be. It has refinements, technological advances, and a more sophisticated approach to the destruction of human freedom. But like every one of the super states that preceded it, it has one iron rule. Logic is an enemy and truth is a menace. Producer Mike, can we pause right there? I, I, I have goosebumps just listening to this, people. This is so incredibly apropos in, in, in the United States, in the world today, like nothing I've ever seen. This is, this, this is prophetic. Today we're talking about a, a professor from Hebrew University, Yuval Noah Harari. They call him the prophet. He's an atheist who hates God, but they call him the prophet. And in The Obsolete Man, you'll see Rod Serling saying, this leads to the future, one that might be, might possibly be. If you look at Noah, uh, Yuval Noah Harari's book, Homo Deus, The Man-God, okay, this man who is admired by Barack Obama, uh, Zuckerberg, uh, Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, uh, by, by many, many leftists in the world, his subtitle is A Brief History of Tomorrow. See, it's what man will create now for tomorrow so man can live forever. That's what we're going to be talking about today. And so let's go back to obsolete man and listen to this gentleman who has the strength to say to the government and to the state, I will not live by your lies. You may make decrees that deny God, that defy God, but I will proclaim that God is. And he loves us, and he cares for us. Here goes. Being that of a librarian, is that correct? That is correct. Having to do 
With books. Yes, sir. Books. But there is very little call for the services of a librarian. Case in point, a minister. A minister would tell us that his function is that of preaching the word of God. And of course it follows that since the state has proven that there is no God, that would make the function of a minister somewhat academic as well. There is a God. You are in error, Mr. Wordsworth. There is no God. The state has proven that there is no God. You cannot erase God with an edict. You are obsolete, Mr. Wordsworth. You have no function, Mr. Wordsworth. You're an anachronism, like a ghost from another time. I am nothing more than a reminder to you that you cannot destroy truth. You're a bug, Mr. Wordsworth, a crawling insect. An ugly, misformed little creature who has no purpose here, no meaning. I am a human being. I exist. And if I speak one thought aloud, that thought lives even after I'm shoveled into my grave. Delusions, Mr. Wordsworth. Delusions. The Bible, poetry, essays, all kind, all of it, an opiate. The state has no use for your kind. <laughs> Once again, I have goosebumps listening to Rod Serling's Obsolete Man from my childhood. It is so relevant today. There's the state declaring that God does not exist. There's the state attacking books and knowledge and dictating with a decree that God doesn't exist. There's the state censoring truth, censoring logic, and telling you what you can read and what you cannot read. And there is the obsolete man standing up and saying, there is a God, and I will stand up, and I will be heard, and I will not be shut down by the state. Now, in the 1800s, there was a philosopher by the name of George Hegel. He influenced Karl Marx and Adolf Hitler and Friedrich Nietzsche and many others. He influenced Marxism and National Socialism. And Hegel used to love to say, the state is God walking on the earth. And it has been statism that has plagued mankind since the beginning of time, from the Tower of Babel all the way through history in the French Revolution and beyond. And the state is arising again in the world to the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, the European Committee, and the European Union. And sadly, it's being influenced in the White House, in the halls of Congress today as we speak. Adolf Hitler had his Ubermensch, his Superman. Joseph Stalin, that mass murderer, had his Novi Sovetsky Chelovic, Soviet man. And the butcher of La Habana prison, the right-hand man of Cuban socialist Fidel Castro, had his El Hombre Nuevo, the new man. Man has always been trying to create men, a creation, a fabrication that defies the reality of the creator of the universe, Yahweh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Today we have Homo Deus. The man God, the human God, this professor, this proud anti-Judaism, anti-Christianity Hebrew University professor, Yuval Noah Harari, 
In the back of his book, here it says, praised by Barack Obama, praised by Bill Gates, praised by Mark Zuckerman. This gentleman is an advisor to the United Nations, the European Union, and the World Economic Forum. And if you doubt me, if you're going to buy the lies that I'm some kind of a conspiracy nut job, all you have to do is read the works of Klaus Schwab, his great reset, his great narrative, his fourth industrial revolution. Study the speeches of Klaus Schwab. Study the speeches of Yuval Nora Harari and find out what nefarious individuals they are and why it is they want to destroy our republic under God. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I have the cover. One of the covers is in Hebrew. The Hebrew cover shows it's actually an offtake of Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel. For those of you watching on a podcast, I'm showing the cover of uh, Homo Deus in Hebrew. And it shows uh, the finger of Adam, and it shows man creating a techno-man. It's very interesting play on words because... Harari, he knows the Torah. The Torah is the Word of God. It's the Tanakh. It's the Old Testament. I'm assuming he knows some of the New Testament. He hates all the Bible. And here it is that this Noah Harari, he thinks that through technology, he is going to create a new man, a God-man. Now let's watch how he attacks the Judeo-Christian, the biblical worldview, Judaism, and the child of Judaism, Christianity. So here he is talking about his denial of the grand, grand meta-narrative of the scriptures. Bereshit bara Elohim et hashamayim ve'et ha'aretz. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And, and Harari knows those words. He speaks Ivrit, he speaks Hebrew, and he knows that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth is something he denies. And he denies God's existence. So let's hear him speak about what this. What are humans for? As far as we know, for nothing. I mean, there is, <laughs> there is no great cosmic drama, some great cosmic plan that we have a role to play in it. Uh, and we just need to discover what our role is and then play it to the best of our, of our ability. Uh, this has been the story of all religions and ideologies and so forth, but as a scientist, the best I can say, this is not true. There is no universal drama with a role in it for Homo sapiens. If you repeat a lie often enough, people will think it's the truth, and the bigger the lie, the better. Mm. Because uh, people won't even think that oh, it's something so big can be, can be a lie. And, um, and I think that fake news have been with us for thousands of years. Um, just think of the Bible. Now, I, you have to follow me on this. Now, this is a gentleman that is admired by the World Economic Forum, an advisor to them, admired by the major leaders of the United Nations, an advisor to them, admired by Barack Obama, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerman. He's an influencer, a professor who hates the scriptures, who says the Bible is fake news. Now, let me get this straight. In the United States of America, since George Washington, they've been sworn in. Out of all the books ever created and ever written, they have been sworn in on the Tanakh, the Torah, the Brit Kadashah, the Old Testament, the New Testament, what we call the Bible, the Scriptures.
It is the greatest book ever known to man. And it tells the greatest story ever known to man. A grand meta-narrative, the transcendent of God Almighty coming down to the earth to save us from our sins, to redeem us, and to deliver us into his eternal kingdom. That Harari in the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, wants to deny and wants to destroy into the worldview and the mindset of leaders across the world. So he says there's no, in the beginning, uh, God created the heavens and the earth. There is no, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, the Lord Jesus Christ Almighty. And he influences the leaders of the major institutions that are ruling, that are, are desiring to transform the world, remake the world. Now here he is, here he is again, where he says that through technology, they're going to make humans into gods. Man has been trying to do that since the book of Genesis. Here goes. Now humans are developing even bigger powers than ever before. We are really acquiring divine powers of creation and destruction. We are really upgrading humans into gods. We are acquiring, for instance, the, the power to re-engineer life. All this story about Jesus rising from the dead and being the son of God, this is fake news. You know that in recent years, we saw populist politicians undermining deliberately the trust that people have in important institutions like universities, like respectable media outlets. And these populist politicians told people that, say, scientists are this small elite disconnected from the real people. You shouldn't believe them. And you had all these conspiracy theories that climate change is just a hoax, it's not real, and that the earth is actually flat, and that vaccinations are bad for you, and this spread. But I don't think it's too late. Especially in an emergency, people can change their views very fast, and they can discover hidden reservoirs of trust. You look in this crisis, who do people trust? They trust scientists above everything else in, in all countries. In Israel, they close down the synagogues. In Iran, they close the mosques. Churches all over the world are telling people don't come to church. The Pope is doing all these ceremonies on, on, on Zoom or YouTube. And why do they do all this? Because the scientists recommended it. Even the religious leaders have trust in the scientists. I could literally, this is only a half-hour show, I could literally spend hours and hours and hours on, on, on Harari and his worldview, his evil worldview. Remember, the national model of our republic under God is in God we trust, the official national motto, in God we trust. And he wants us to trust scientists. No, what he wants us to trust is scientists or scientism, which has been manipulated by politicians to control people. During the whole COVID-China virus situation, we saw exactly how the virus was used as a political tool by fake scientific dissemination. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Get vaccine, don't get vaccine. One vaccine, two vaccines, four vaccines, five vaccines. Social distancing, the do as I sayers, telling us what to do and not abiding by what they're telling us what to do. From Governor Newsom to Nancy Pelosi uh, to Governor Cuomo of New York to the Governor of Michigan, Whitmer, all the duplicity and hypocrisy. And, and Americans are aware of what was going on.
using under the guise of science as a way to control, to expand. And the, the China virus whole situation was a precursor for them to use it for climate change control down the road. You mark my words. You just wait and see. I'll have future programs about this. So there he is saying, trust in the scientists. Isn't that interesting? My church and thousands of churches across America, across the world, were shut down by government dictates. And yet Walmart and the big corporations, the big tech people, they, were, they stayed open. Billionaires, million, thousands of billionaires were making all kinds of money. Dr. Fauci doubled his income and then some. Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and all these people made all kinds of billions and billions of dollars. In the meantime, mom and pop shops were shut down. Corporations thrived and flourished, and yet churches were shut down. And they're calling for shutting down churches in Europe as the winter approaches because of this foolhardy uh, climate change fanaticism that's destroying the energy of fossil fuel industry. I'm digressing. It's another topic. And I think it's interesting because he says that Jesus, the resurrection, is fake news. My daughter was named Anastasia Joy. Anastasius, it means resurrection. My wife and I named our daughter after Jesus, after the resurrection of the dead. The Bible says, oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, grave, where is your sting? And Harari and the leftist atheists, they want to deny the reality of the resurrection of the dead through the power of Jesus Christ who rose from the dead to deliver us from our sin, redeem us. This is so important for us to understand. Remember, I still have the book by C.S. Lewis. I mean, it's old and worn like I am from my college days in the 70s, Mere Christianity. And C.S. Lewis said either he is Lord God or he's a liar, he's a charlatan, he's a fake. And the Harari said he's a fake. But the world, the scriptures, the testimony tells us that Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Ben Elohim Chaim, Jesus the Messiah, the Son of the living God, is real and is Lord. And died for us, and lived for us, and rose from the dead for us. And this Harari denies and ridicules and laughs at. He wants us to trust political scientist. He wants us to trust those charlatans who would manipulate data, manipulate truth, so they can control us, so they can unfold their great reset, their great narrative. You know, just stop and think of it. In John 19.5, Jesus had six trials. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Three Roman three Jewish, and he goes before that coward Pontius Pilate, the governor of Judea, and he, he throws out Jesus. Jesus has got a crown of thorns. He's been beaten. His purple robe he's wearing, and Pilate says to them, Eke homo, behold the man. It's a classic picture I have of Eke homo, behold the man, where you see Jesus Christ before the people. There it is for you podcast people. It's a great picture. Jesus with his crown of thorns being whipped in his robe. And Pontius Pilate says, Eke homo, behold the man. But Jesus was much more than a man. 
He was God-man. Like I said, he was his name, Jesus, means Yahweh saves. Yeshua means Yahweh saves. He saves us from our sins. He is the creator of the universe. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The Logos, the logic, was Jesus, the creator of logic, the creator of time-space reality. And this the United Nations, this the World Economic Forum, this the European Union despises and hates and denies. This the woke professors in American universities hate and deny. We, the woke world, is at war with the living word Jesus. Whether it be the professors of Berkeley and Columbia and Madison, across this land, and European universities, University of London, Padua, Sorbonne, etc., they teach lies and deceptions, and they want us to live by their lies and deceptions. Makes me think of Alexander Solzhenitsyn in 1974 when I read his essay, he says in Soviet Union, the so-called scientific socialist have been making us live by their lies and we must stop living by their lies. We must stand up, speak out, and expose their lies for what they are. And I, for one, will never live by their lies. Now here we have Harare speaking at a World Economic Forum, talking about the Gestapo and the KGB and hacking human beings. Here goes. Now, in the past, many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough, and nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. We humans should get used to the idea that we are no longer mysterious souls. We are now hackable animals. Now, now ser literally, seriously, I could show you videos and teachings upon teachings in front of the UN, the European Union, the World Economic Forum of that professor from Hebrew University this Israeli who denies Judaism, denies Christianity, speaking about the creation of Technoman, what they call H+. He calls himself a transhumanist. We're going to transcend uh, the death of man, the dying of man. We're going to create a Technoman that is going to live forever. It makes me think of the founder of, of Russian uh, Soviet, the, the Soviet Union, Vladimir Lenin, when he died in 1924, they embalmed him, and the scientists came along, and they created some special skin on his body to preserve him, and you can still go see his body. He's like 152 years old. Because the scientific socialism, Marxism, denies that man has a soul and lives forever. So they say that man is just dirt, just dust. And so here Harari and many of these leftists, what they realize and they recognize is they too want to live forever. So like Victor Frankenstein, they're going to create a homo deus, a new man. A monster man is what this is all about. Now think of it. He says, you know, the Gestapo, the Geheimstadt Polizei, the, the KGB, the Soviet police. 
that they didn't have the technological ability to surveil mankind. But now today we're getting the ability and we're looking for the ability to be able to have the surveillance of human beings on the outside and on the inside. Those are his words. That's why Klaus Schwab calls for bigger government, greater government in his great reset, in his great narrative. He calls for the expansion of the surveillance state. People, I'm not making this up. Read their works. And now we've got the FBI stabbing American citizens in the back, raiding the home of a former president, raiding pro-life Americans. We see the DOJ and the CIA and the FBI wanting more surveillance, defying our life and our liberties. The United Nations, the European Union, the World Economic Forum, BlackRock, and these big techno bank folk wanting to surveil more of our life. Before I show you the final video we're going to use today, I'm showing my live audience, for you podcasters, I'm showing a headline from 1961. I guess 1961 was a common theme today. We started out with Twilight Zone 1961. Now I'm showing the Wisconsin State Journal, October 19th, 1961. Nikita Khrushchev, the premier of the Soviet Union, the believer in Soviet socialism, scientific socialism, the believer in atheistic Marxism, declares, the headline declares, Khrushchev promises utopia by 1980. There's that word utopia. And then the subheadline, world without war or want. You see, this is what mankind has done. When he denies the reality and the existence of in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, when he denies the reality of in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Ben Elohim, Chaim, Jesus the Messiah, the Son of the living God, Baruch Atah Yahweh, Melech HaOlam, Melech Yisrael, blessed be the name of the Lord God, he is the King of the universe, the King of Israel. And Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Harari, who speaks Hebrew much better than I, will say that the Torah, the Bible, is a lie. And I'm here to tell you right now that he lies. The United Nations lies. The World Economic Forum lies. Joe Biden administration lies. And they use these lies to control life and liberty in the land. So let us see one more thing that Harari speaks about when it comes to supervising data and information. Here goes. What is biometric data? It's data about what's happening inside my body. What we have seen so far, it's corporations and governments collecting data about where we go, who we meet, what movies we watch. The next phase is the surveillance going under our skin. I'm wearing a... Uh, like a tracker that mm. tracks my heart rate, my sleep. I don't know where that information is going. Where are the KGB agent on your wrist willingly? And I think it's benefiting me. And it, it is benefiting. I mean, the whole thing is that it's not just dystopian. It's also utopian. I mean, this kind of data can also enable us to, to create the best healthcare system in history. The question is, what else is being done with that data and who supervises it? Who regulates it? Did you hear that? 
He used the word dystopia, and he used the word utopia. When man promises heaven on earth, he most assuredly creates Gehenna, hell. Who supervises it? Who takes the data and utilizes it? Now, you may say, Jake, this sounds conspiratorial, but I'm telling you, if you study their books, if you study their speeches, if you see their policies, this is about big brother government. This is about globalism, international socialism, collectivism, gone amok. On the cover of my first book, I have a picture of Patrick Henry. Listen to the words of Patrick Henry. Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. Patrick Henry spoke those words in March of 1775 at St. John's Church in Richmond, Virginia. Seeing what was happening with the explosion of the tyranny of England, of King George III. And I'm going to paraphrase Charlton Heston, who played Ben-Hur, the Jewish man, the son of Hur, who came to know Ben-Yosef, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, in the movie Ben-Hur, the classic work, who played Moses in the Ten Commandments, who was the president of the National Rifle Association. I'm going to quote him to let you know how I feel about this. I will give you my life over my cold, dead hands. My fellow Americans, there are nefarious characters in the world today that want to shut me down. They want to shut you down. They want to stifle the beautiful First Amendment of freedom of religion, speech, peaceably assemble, the right to petition your government. They want to destroy our constitutional federal republic under God. But I, for one, will not let them shut me up and shut me down. We must activate and participate now more than ever before. There is a war on Christ in the land. There's a war on American sovereignty and liberty and life in the land. So let us not be afraid of the darkness. Let us expose it for what it is. And let's remember our national motto, in God is our trust. So until we meet again, look up. Godspeed and shalom to you in Yeshua HaMashiach. Ben Elohim Chaim. Happy trails to you.